You're listening to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay Area of Houston. Welcome, everybody, to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast. I'm Rachel Chester, and I'm here with Debbie Simmons and Amanda Ring. Um, Debbie is the CEO and founder of Anchor Point. And Amanda Ring, what is your title there? Executive Director of Hope Community. Okay. And you also work at Anchor Point, too. So thank you guys so much for being here, being with us this morning. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here to share. Yeah. So um, I cannot wait to hear all about Anchor Point because you guys do so much. I think a lot of people in our church have heard about it a little bit, but Mm -hmm. just to take a deeper dive into all the things that you're doing, Debbie, can you just tell us a little bit about how you even founded this? Where did it come from? And how did, how did your vision even happen? Sure. Well, first of all, Clear Creek's been involved all along, and so um, at various levels, but there's always new people and different people that are coming in and out of the church that maybe haven't been exposed, so we love that you're letting us come on and just talk about it and share with you guys. But um, Anchor Point is 12 years old, and really, uh, if we look back at my history, usually what we'll find is that there's something that happens in your life that kind of God puts a little spark inside of you, and then that grows over time, right? And um, part of our story, my personal story, uh, has to do with um, losing children um, and and with a pregnancy with quads um, 27, 28 years ago, um, and trusting God with that story that leads into an adoption story of adopting nine children and stuff like that. So there's always always this heartbeat around life and families and children struggle and all the stuff that um, we just call my home the experiment for all the things that we do at Anchor Point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So from that standpoint, but God just birthed that dream in me many years ago of doing something, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And about um, 13, 14 years ago, I really felt like he wanted us to start Anchor Point down here. And at that point in my life, I was... um, already working for prison fellowship, working on the mission field, doing a bunch of stuff, um, and had seven kids at the time. And I'm like, God, really? There's got to be people with more free time. And I'm like, I already got a mission field at the house. I'm working in mission. And and he was like, no, I want you to do this. And um, what I've learned over the years is that, you know, if you and I don't really, aren't really obedient to the step that he's calling us to, He'll do something that will get us our get our attention, mm-hmm. and um, he did. He took my prison fellowship job away in a week, um, and I wasn't prepared for that. And as I walked through that challenge, one of the things he came back and said was, "Do you have the time now?" Oh goodness! And I'm like, I think like, so. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I give, God. I got it, I get it, I'm gonna do it. Um, and so we started talking about this idea of what we wanted to do for Anchor Point. And we started talking to some pastors and we talked to a lot of the pastors at Clear Creek. They all came to this pastor's lunch and they all thought it was a great idea. I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. Like, and so, and so we just say, started, yes, you don't have to do it. You've been obedient. You said, yes, we're good. And then um, the lady that started with me, one of the things she said, we ought to have a, we ought to get a bunch of people in the community together since they all thought it was a great idea. And like we had this meeting, I had like 300 people there and she kind of looked at me and she said, why don't you talk? And I'm like, are you for real? And so we just started talking about what this dream is of how can we help families and how can we come alongside of them? And uh, we just had this contagious spirit that 
people just got excited. That obviously was the Holy Spirit working through us versus us, you know, and we were just trying to be faithful. And that was during the Obama administration when they weren't approving 501c3s and all that stuff. Everything went through without a hitch. And just we had our first clients before we ever opened the door. Um, and we're already working. And so so the ultimate thing, if you want to know, hey, what is Anchor Point? Mm-hmm. Anchor Point really is about giving families hope. And that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people, but hope is the one thing that we need. We really need it more than food. We need it more than water. We need it more than breath. We need hope because without hope, we die. We've seen that with COVID, mm-hmm. with people losing that. Um, and so for different people, hope means different things at different times. Ultimately, we know hope is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we want to earn the right to share and to give these girls and guys and families that we deal with. And so how do we do that? We do that by really championing the future of children by educating and empowering parents. Okay. And, we, and so we do that through several different divisions. We have our Obria Medical Clinic, which really looks at, hey, way before pregnancy is an issue, what can we do to come alongside people that are making at-risk decisions? So STD testing, well-woman exams, all these types of things where we can get in the mess of life, love on these people, and hope that they see their value the way we see their value and uh, encourage them to begin to walk out of a godly lifestyle versus the lifestyles that they're leading. Um, and if there is a pregnancy, where do we want them to go? We want them to come to us, mm-hmm. right? Because we want to be able to help them walk through that versus turning to ending the life of that child. Because we know the trauma that comes with that. We know all the challenges. Um, when a girl or guy or a person or a family in our community is struggling with their kids and they don't know what to do, then we have the Hope Family. Family Center, and that focuses on kind of that um, initial first five years of the relationship that that kid has with the parents. What do I do? I don't know how to get the baby to latch. I don't know how to do this. I'm depressed. I'm this. You know, what do I do? It's a way for us to have life-on-life relationships because we believe that lifelong decisions require lifelong relationships, okay? And so we want to begin to invest in them to take away the stress of figuring out what it means to be a new mom. Most of us have had children in our lives, and I'm pretty sure they don't come with um, manuals. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are the manual. And so how do I learn to walk through this? Or like we had a lady that lost a baby that um, didn't have a heartbeat and was going to have to deliver the baby. And who walks through the trauma with you when you're going through things like that? You know, So how can we come along? So that's our second division. Um, our Hope House is our maternity home. Um, those are for homeless girls. That is an 18-month program to really walk alongside of them because what do we need? We need hope. We need to figure out what we're doing spiritually, emotionally, physically, all these things, and how can I get to a place where I can not just survive in life with my new baby, but I can ultimately thrive. And so as part of Roe v. Wade being overturned, one of the things as we revamped the ministry was to bring alongside Amanda and the Hope Community piece because the Hope Community piece is about what does it take for us to lift the tide of parents in our community? Because we know our communities are only as strong as our weakest families. Mm Okay, and so what do we need to do with classes for our community? What do we need to do to reach in and help families that are struggling that may not be in a crisis pregnancy, but mom's an alcoholic, nobody knows, and dad's struggling, Mm -hmm. and they have two kids, and there's trauma in that situation. Can we be a place that they can come 
and we can walk alongside a 13-year-old suicidal, where do we go? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it just sounds like, I mean, there's you, you just talked about so many amazing things. Um, I just appreciate how you're talking about the value of mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and family. Yeah. But also with this acknowledgement that it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're talking about before there's a pregnancy or when there's a pregnancy or when you have a baby, all of those, th- like we can value it and still recognize that that's not always easy or simple you know, but so, so how do you, cause that's sort of a complaint about Christians a lot of times. Yeah. Oh, you say you're pro-life, but then what are you doing for people? Right. So my word is complicated. Everything's complicated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. I Absolutely. Mean, it's going to be complicated. And so when we, our heartbeat, when we first started Anchor Point was we didn't want to just be about getting the baby here. We love getting the baby here and we want to walk alongside families with that. But what we ultimately want to do is create relationships to break generational cycles. Mm-hmm. Okay, because usually there's some generational stuff going on. Um, And so what can we do to get this baby to adulthood so that they don't become a future client? Yeah. Right. But that that to me is really amazing, though. I mean, that's just such a holistic view of Mm -hmm. what it looks like to come alongside people in our culture. Even, you know, you've said relationships so many times. That's that's how you actually help people. And, And like you said, your foundation is hope in Jesus. Mm-hmm. but it sounds like what you guys are doing is showing who Jesus is in that relationship. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. and getting, and getting the, and being the hands and feet of Jesus mm-hmm. so that we have the right to speak about this Jesus yeah. because there's power when they say, why do you do this? Yeah. Right. That's amazing. And I'm like, let me tell you about the Jesus that is in us. I mean, cause that's, that's really, that's really what makes it tick. Right. And makes it worth living is Jesus. We all know that. Um, but sometimes we lose focus or we just haven't learned yet. Yeah. Right. So So where are you where are you? Where's your location? How how do people find you? Sure. Um the easiest way for Clear Creekers to know where we are is just to go back to Main Street in League City and go toward Clear Creek High School and look for Starbucks. And that's where our corporate office is, that's where our Hope Family Center and our Obria Medical Clinics are. Our um, Hope House is in Old League City, um, which we don't generally give that information out as much because Mm -hmm. that's where our residents live. Uh And then our Hope Community Office is over in Seabrook. And the biggest marker there is behind the Kroger. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's how it is. So there's multiple locations and and it's just continued to grow and will continue to grow because we we just try and be very sensitive to what God's doing and join Him in making a difference in families versus trying to create it on our own. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I typically find that he's blessed that all the time, even though it's hard and yeah. complicated. It's right. still, he blesses The ministry that. itself is complicated yes. and hard too, not yes. just the situation. Yes, yeah. very much so. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, tell me, um, I know that you start. I think you started Anchor Point with volunteering. I is that did. right? So yes. tell me a little bit about even how, why you started volunteering. Yes. Um, as she mentioned, uh, Clear Creek has been a supporter of Anchor Point for a while. So I had heard about it. Clear Creek has done a great job letting us know um, opportunities to help serve in our area. And so I'd heard of Anchor Point and I have some friends that have um, been involved in volunteering in a lot of different ways over the years. And It really started, I was attending one of the Wednesday ladies' um, Bible studies during the day and had a great group of ladies. And one of the questions the first or second week was, what are your talents and how are you using them for God? And I was like, oh, good. Um, I don't know. (laughs) And I had this whole worksheet I was able to fill out, but I had this blank section. And all week it just stayed blank. And I thought, 
I don't know how to answer this. And it feels silly to be like, oh, I don't have any talents. But I thought, well, I've been home for 12 years. I don't know what I, I can make a casserole pretty quick. You know, like, what are my what are my talents? You know, it was a real question where I was like, I don't know. And it's like, what are you doing for God? I'm like, well, I'm trying to raise good people. Like, what? I don't know. And um, I think that kind of like was the spark of, okay, what am I doing? And just kind of as that Bible study went on, I kept thinking, okay, I want to start volunteering. Coming up to that, my youngest was going to be starting kindergarten. So I was going to be in a situation where I had um, time during the day for the first time in a long time. So I started thinking, okay, this is something I want to do. I want to spend time volunteering. Um, what does that look like? You know, and I didn't want it to be, I've volunteered at the school for a long time and, I, and that's great, but I wanted it to be something separate from my children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted it to still have to do with families. You know, that's something um, that has just been so important to me the last, you know, decade. And I thought this is something that I think I have knowledge about that I can help about. You know, I've been a parent now for three small kids for a while and I feel like I'm up to date on all the information and maybe I can do something with this. But I didn't know what it looked like. Um, I did go to an Anchor Point informational dinner with some of my friends and that was when it all clicked. I was like, this is it. Like, this is the place. And so I just called them and said, I want to come volunteer. And Again, I, I thought, I don't know exactly what I have to offer. I'm not sure what this looks like. But um, pretty quickly, um, I was able to learn. I would tour all the different facilities, kind of just went off of my feeling of this is where I'm comfortable. And I ended up in um, at the Family Center working with some of the prenatal and parenting classes. And I really enjoyed that. Like, I just thought, this is what I want to be involved in, is mm-hmm. just helping. Like, um, they said, you know, giving, educating the parents. You know, the more parents know, um, the better for the child. And I thought, this is great. I want to I be here. I want to help out with this. And I love the personal aspect of the classes. It's not just sitting there and watching a video on Facebook or, you know, reading anything. You actually have people that come in and teach these classes that have great experience in these areas. And there's a chance for real discussion and questions. And um, I, I really would be energized at the end of the day after I left the classes with some of the questions and the discussions that we had mm-hmm. because – it was really good. And, you know, you immediately could see, okay, I've just in this hour long class, there's been an impact that's positive. This parent now knows more, is more confident in themselves, maybe feels more at peace and more calm because it is, like we said, it's, it's a, there's so much joy that comes in parenting, but it is hard. It is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And um, especially if um, maybe there weren't, they didn't feel like they came into this situation with a mm-hmm. lot of support. Yeah. So. I was just thinking about that in particular, because I think something that's really beautiful about y'all's descriptions is that there seems to be um, an attempt to remove any sort of shame from this process, you know, that uh, you're welcome here, we're in relationship with you, and you don't have to know all the answers. Because even if you have a good support system, when you have babies or you're in a hard part in your marriage, it's hard to admit that, to ask those questions, to, to have a safe place where not only allowed to ask questions, but you, it's expected. Like we're all doing this together is such a good gift. Yes. Thanks. I mean, I enjoy that. And we want them to ask the questions. I mean, and they will, they, they, you know, just recently we had, um, someone that was close to giving birth and just after class one day was like, I know this is silly, but I'm really nervous about how to swaddle a baby or how mm-hmm. to put diapers on my baby. And so we were able to find some lifestyle dolls and pull together an extra time to, you know, give her hands-on help. And, you know, it seems like a small thing, but just this extra confidence and and knowing that you have people that can help you, I think that's really important. Yeah, and you can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's really amazing. I remember being at the hospital with my first baby and being like, yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is the nurse going to come home with me? Because and they I let you take the baby her. home, didn't they? And they yes. let me take that baby it's home. amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit, you are on staff now. So tell yes. me a little bit about your new role and... Uh, you know. Yes, in January I came on full time, and um, when we began Hope Community, um, we're developing a plan to really—it's uh, an educational outreach, and we want to continue and build upon not just the prenatal classes that we offer and the parenting office uh, classes that we offer. We are still year-round offering all of those resources, but we wanted to really build on that um, and give a lot of other educational opportunities to families that are already hooked into Anchor Point, but also just the community at large. I mean. We want everyone to come and learn what they need. Um, we're going to build on it and have a lot of workshops that go more in-depth and a lot of um, topics that parents are interested in and maybe need inf more information on. Um, we also are um, – we just launched a co-parenting class that we're really excited about. Um, we're going to lead up a job fair. I mean, we're really trying to look at ways that we can help mm -hmm. people in this community. And um, like, what would some of those classes be? Do you have a couple examples? Yeah, so um, we do have prenatal classes. We meet once a week right now, and those are some of the topics. We have nurses that come in and help out with what does labor and delivery look like? A lot of the questions that we all had with our first kids, how do I know I'm going to be in labor? What is this? What should I do? Um, and it's kind of building off of um, the medical information they might already have, but also, again, it's a intimate setting to ask questions. And there's a lot of them about, you know, when you're going through, especially your first pregnancy, uh, what does this look like? Where do I go? What do I, what am I going to feel? Mm -hmm. um, what should I expect after I give birth? Who do I call? What if I'm having, we have a lactation consultant that will come in and talk to them also about what does breastfeeding look like and bottle feeding and help with that. I mean, I know that was, it's a struggle for a lot of women. And so that's, I think, some reassuring information um, we also offer a parenting class series, and that is um, more parenting skills kind of after you've had the baby, more health and safety, um, when to visit the doctors, who's your resources, you know, when you run into a question about um, raising your child, car seat safety, budgeting, it's another important one, nutrition, just some basics, developmental milestones, kind of a, an hour-long look at milestones. I mean, you go to your doctor, and they go through a checklist with you. And you may not really understand exactly why they're asking some of these questions, um, but this is a really good time to look at that and see, okay, also, you know, what kind of toys, what kind of play is important? Um, so I think that these classes give information and they're really encouraging. Um, and then we have a new workshop series that we developed for the summer. This will be our first year to offer it, and I'm really excited about those. We have some really great um, people that have volunteered to come in and give more in-depth. We have a two-week um, it will meet once on Thursdays, um, for two Thursdays, let me say that right, the um, budgeting. You can bring in your own bills. Come in. They're going to talk about how you go through it oh, and wow. how you make a plan and how you stay living within your means and, and your budget. And that's important. I mean, everything's expensive. Mm -hmm. Children are expensive. Life's expensive. And so that's a really important skill. And um, I think it's something that is hard for parents. It's such a consumer world, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's a good reminder. We have a um, nutritionist that's going to come in, and she's going to actually cook meals and with everyone. And while she's doing that, explain, why am I putting this type of vegetable in here? Why am I putting this in here? What does this do for you, 
your pregnancy, your child as they're growing, you as you're aging. Like, why is this important? Okay, I feel like I should go to all these classes. <laughs> well, that's a, that's an interesting point because a lot of people think it's just for the underserved and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's actually mm-hmm. not. It is yes. open to people just like you. That's great. Yeah. And, really? the, you know, yes. so young moms in the church and stuff like that that are just struggling, they don't have a clue, you know, or even a mom, you know, I remember one that when NASA was having some job layoffs many years ago, and it was a family, it was a great family. She was a family of four, and all of a sudden she got pregnant, but her husband had been laid off, and it was like, I don't know how to navigate my world. Before, it was fine. I don't know what to do now. And uh, she didn't need a lot of help and a lot of hope, but she needed some. And so what can we do to steady the boat or what can we do to expand and grow you? So um, I love when we can help, you know, there are people that are sitting in your church church Mm -hmm. that desperately need just a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't be afraid to come too. Yeah, I love that. You know, yeah, so crisis I think, looks different for everybody. Yes, yes. yeah, and, yeah. And then there's also um, some of the things that um, Amanda didn't mention was some of the recovery ministries that we do with abortion recovery groups and sexual abuse recovery groups. And then um, some of the camp stuff that we do with the therapeutic camps for families that have kids that are struggling. Um, so they have behavioral issues, sensory issues. All of us have kids that go through difficult things, but if I want to know really how to parent well and how to connect to the heart of my child um, because ultimately when my child leaves me at 18, all I really have left is the heart Mm -hmm. to help them walk through this world. And when they hit adulthood out in the real world or whatever, it's not very nice. I've got eight that have gone through 18 and they're none of them have been ready and yeah. I'm like you know there's still things to learn and still things to do and so we want to be alongside those parents too to say hey what can we do um, because you know one of us is going to be unfortunate enough to have a kid that gets caught up in sex trafficking right. one of us is going to have one that gets caught up in drugs one of us is going to have one that gets pregnant out of marriage you know and then what do we do and how do we help those kids too, right. And so I think it's kind of a full circle thing that we want to be about. And there's plenty in the church who we don't want shame, guilt, and fear mm-hmm. to keep us from being the best that we can be as parents, because mm-hmm. that's straight from Satan, right? We want them to go, hey, no holes barred. Let's have a discussion. Let's let's do this. We can do this. Yeah. We can help you. We'll walk alongside you. You got this and God's got you. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's beautiful. It so. is good. Mm-hmm. So how, if somebody wanted to, they're, they're listening and they're like, okay, I have one kid who needs each one of those things. Like, how do they, how do they find, like, how do they sign up? Like you said where you are, but how do they find out really exactly what you offer? Because you guys are listing it. We have brochures here, which we can put out in our campuses, but mm-hmm. do you have a website where they can go and I can link to it? Yes. In and, this podcast. Yes. And so it's just anchorpoint.us. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's very easy to get to. And they can also just call 832-632-1221. And I guarantee you, Shelly will answer the yes. phone. And if they say, I don't know why I'm calling, but I need something with this, Shelly's great to figure She's it amazing. out. Right. She'll go, okay, let's see. You need to do this, this, you know, and she'll get them connected to the right division that can deal and help them figure their way. Um, and, you know, sometimes 
we can't do it all for everybody, but if we don't know, then we will help them find it too, because we're well connected um, in the other opportunities that are there for families and when they're struggling. Um, and so we can refer them to different places that will get them to the right places too, you know, and in this day and age, I think, you know, even like struggling with it financially, we have a lot more people that are ending up on the Medicaid system even. Mm-hmm. And how do I even negotiate? How do I even navigate that? Right. And we can help you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or the Healthy Texas Women's Program. People don't know that that's even available to them. Um, and so we can help you do that, you know. And um, so it's just figuring it out. But I would say, hey, the anchorpoint.us or the 832-632-1221 are the best way to call. And um, definitely Shelly would take care of them from okay. there. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, even just you keep adding more things of what you guys come alongside people with. It's so much. So really hard to um, not talk about it all. Yeah, no, you can you can keep going for sure. So anything else you want to talk about, please do. I th- I think one of the most um, exciting things that we have coming up, which I know was one of the questions, was the Pathway to Hope camps. Yes. Okay, and that is the. Um, uh, urgent now from the standpoint of if we have a family that wants to be part of camp, um, the applications are open and that will have a limited number of kids that can go through it. But my definition of camp is it's a vacation Bible school on steroids and breakdown central. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the funnest things that we do. Um, but our real goal is, is that the family usually has one child that's struggling. That child is generally between five and about 13 or 14. Um, and so we call that a target child. Um, and that's just because that's the one that's a challenge is right this second. But that child plus the siblings plus the parents all come to camp. Okay, and it takes us about five months to go through the whole camp process. But what we're doing is we're teaching the parents trust-based relational intervention and how they can understand how to work with their kids. But we also look at what's in the parent's history that might be getting triggered um, and getting in the way. And how can we work on dealing, getting mom and dad healthy Mm -hmm. so that I can still see when my kid is losing it. I can still see their preciousness and I can hear them say, well, they're cussing me out or whatever they're doing. Uh, I can hear them. I I can hear what they're really saying is, mom, I need you now more than ever, but I don't know how to tell you. And I can still be fully present. Um, And so that's really what we as parents need to do. We need to learn when our shark waters are getting uh, excited and I'm getting tense and how that affects my child and how connection is supposed to work naturally. Um, The kids are going through their own process of learning um, some short, easy phrases that help them when they begin to lose it. So like focus and finish, listen and obey, uh, accepting no. All these things that we need to be uh, good adults one day, (laughs) Um, these kids are learning because what they've learned is some maladaptive way to get their need met. Um, And so they're using that screaming, hitting, whatever it is that a kid is using. And so what we're going to do is we're going to ask them to give up that maladaptive behavior. But when we ask a kid to do that, we have to replace that with tools that they can get their needs met. Because if a kid can swap and do something differently and rewire their brain for me and I don't meet their need, then it really I am really letting them down, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm asking them to risk giving up a way that they've used for survival to try something new by using their words 
and asking for what they need, and I need to be able to come alongside that. So every kid at camp has a buddy, never more than five feet from them. We're reteaching regulation um, and how to give and receive care, how to be okay in a group, how to be okay by ourselves, um, and then helping the parents uh, substitute back in for the buddy during camp so that we can watch how the parents interact with them. But we do pre-camp stuff in the home. We do post-camp stuff in the home. And then it's a lifelong journey, right? Because what happens? Oh, you turned 13, you gave them a cell phone. Okay, well, we made some steps backwards. Okay, let's talk about what we need to do to, to move you forward. But that is open to families. Um, and I would encourage them to go to the website if any family has a kid and they are just struggling. They don't know what to do. We don't, we don't realize that three of the biggest indicators of trauma in a kid's life is prematurity, um, a difficult pregnancy, and, um, and uh, an ICU type stay um, that is going to throw that kid's trajectory off. Okay, positive stress and 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 uh, pregnancy will elevate the cortisol levels in the kid, um, and we've got to do some work, um, and we just don't know. So you get a kid, and you're going, I don't quite know, I don't know what to do with this kid. So what do I do? I do what I learned from my parents, mm-hmm. or I do the exact opposite because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. What I didn't know is I need to be doing this because this is how trauma affects the brain. So this is how we can bring you back online and get you closer to your natural trajectory. Um, And so that's what camp is all about. And um, we've seen phenomenal changes in kids in two days. Um, And then it's a matter of how can we help the parents be empowered and implement it and continue doing it at home and then bring counseling alongside that or additional education opportunities or one-on-one. I've done lots of those too, uh, you know, with the families, but what do we need to help you? Because what's going to happen if this kid continues in the, whatever cycle you're in and it gets more difficult, what is that family going to do? We're going to isolate. We're going to pull out of church. Mm-hmm. Because my kid blows a gasket in the parking lot or they blow a gasket in the foyer or whatever um, because I feel shame. And then what happens? It's a very downward cycle from there, right? Shame is only broken in relationship. And so when you and I can have a relationship, we can work our way out of that, right? But if I choose to isolate my family, so we consider the kids that come to camp and the families that come to camp very precious because they're letting us walk in their stuff. Um, And we hold that with in a very sensitive, sacred space um, for God to be able to work in that. And that's coming up. And so uh, I would just encourage anybody that has an interest in that to go to the website, check it out, and um, see if that might be a good fit for their family because it makes a ton of difference, Mm -hmm. a ton of difference. And then there's volunteer opportunities with that for the buddies and the different things like that that people could do that's great if they have a week in the summer that they can dedicate to that um, where it's short term. It's kind of like going on a a mission trip, uh, but you get to stay here, right, and sleep in your bed at night, which is cool. Um, So, But that might be another way people can volunteer too. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you that because even listening to Amanda, your story, like what do I have to offer? Yes. I think a lot of people are thinking that. I don't know. Um, And I think that there's even, you know, like experts who, oh, could I help? Could I be a part of that in some way? You know, experts and parents and just people want to come alongside. So how how do they find out the best fit? Do they website call you the same way? Well, I think one of the ways you figure it out is you, um, I believe that God won't reveal all your steps for you. 
but he will reveal what you should do. And it's the first step. Okay. And then by faith, he'll reveal the rest of it. So anytime anybody comes into Anchor Point, what we want to do is we want to figure out where their heart and passion is and try and align that to a part of the ministry that way. Okay. And then I always tell them, hey, you're going to get in there and you're going to pick something to try. Well, try it out. And if you find that you don't like it, this just mm-hmm. confirms that this isn't the spot. So and let's okay. switch you. Let's, yeah. And let's switch you over to here because there's something. So someone might come in and go, I want to do intakes of girls in crisis. And they start training in that and they start learning it. And then they're like, oh, that's not me. I want to do the spiritual side. Okay, well, let's go over there and let's figure that out. Or my season of life may mean I have a little more time now and I have less time other times, right? Mm -hmm. So I need something like camp where it's going to fluctuate and I can do, or the education classes where I can teach one. Um, We don't let anybody just go and do whatever. Everybody has training people that are walking alongside of them, helping them figure their way. But most of the time, what I would tell people is I would say, hey, what we're looking for people is people that love God and are being led by God, and they are a little further along than the people we serve. Mm -hmm. Okay? We don't have our whole act together. If we did, I would have never started this. Okay? Um, But if we've got faith in God and we're trusting Him and we're walking out our thing, they just need... The whole Christian faith is about... Someone reached out and brought me along, and now I get to reach out and I get to bring someone else along. We can do that. Yeah, it's discipleship. Right. Yeah, we can do that, and that's what we're doing with them. So in the life on life, what did they do? They just love these girls and see value in them mm-hmm. and encourage them. Um, and these girls may have never had anyone that has seen any value in them, and that is a shame. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, so we can do it. We might not know exactly, but I go, he'll reveal that to us. Yeah. And, um, and we can trust that. And it's a fun, I think it's a fun journey to find exactly where your sweet spot is and get you in it. Um, and we have people that are dedicated to doing that, um, because they're really good at figuring out where your sweet spot is. Mm And and you come in and you talk and you, God reveals it. Yeah. If you just call and, and then we'll be able to talk to you and see where you should try out first and what's a good fit. I mean, and if you're thinking about um, education, I mean, it, it, you know, how I felt, like I don't know what I have to offer. And if, just a conversation, we can tell. I mean, I was telling her one of the most interesting things that I have been doing is talking to people that want to volunteer and just learning about them and then realizing what they do, helping them realize what they have to offer. And then once they start talking and thinking about it, a whole idea comes together of, oh, you're right, I should be teaching this. People need to know this, and it, it just grows. And so it, it really is, it sounds kind of um, daunting and intimidating to think of it, or I felt like that when I start, first started volunteering, but it's really not. It's it's a fun process mm-hmm. of kind of discovering where you fit in. I think that's how I think that's how Amanda got employed. Is yes. she, she was like, <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I'm like, I think you can. <laughs> I know. Is, so, but that's fun, and I mean, we do have. I mean, I can say some specifics. Um, you know, some we do want to help. You know, I, I think I said that September 29th we are hosting a job fair, mm-hmm. and one of the things that is a goal for me is to kind of help our clients and people in the community get ready for that. So I can say specifically. I mean, I am hoping to find someone that might come in and be willing to donate time to help us with some headshots, or um, helping people build LinkedIn profiles. You know, I would li- love to have a room where I set up a bank of computers and people can come in, and we can work with them and maybe on interview and resume skills and 
And these are real, um, real, this is a way to make an impact pretty much immediately. Mm -hmm. You're helping people. They have a target date to go and meet with employers. And um, that is something that we, we really like to help. But also, I mean, if you have something that you're good at, we have CPAs. We have uh, moms that just have had a lot of, you know, four boys, and they know how to help with, you know, pretty much anything in the house and um, all the things the kids get into. I mean, if you just think about anything that you have any knowledge about, I mean, we can go from there. I think that, and you can um, help serve people in the community. Well, it just, you know, it just sounds like the church to me. I mean, I think that's what is so, it's sort of overwhelming hearing you talk about it because it's all these different, you know, gifts and needs that are coming together, you know, you know, found, founded on the love and forgiveness of Christ and just on mission with him. So I don't know. It sounds awesome. If anyone could be a part of it, I would just encourage you to go to the website or just make that call because uh, I know you guys need people. Even just yes. listening to <laughs> all the yeah. things you're doing, it's I'm like, y'all need more people involved. There's lots of opportunity, but I, I would say, hey, if if you're a little if you're a little uh, time constrained and you can't do it, then one of the things I would say is um, the some of the people that bless us the most are the people that pray for us, and there is a nine one one prayer team. Um, that gets text when we have crisis in the ministry so that they can immediately begin to pray and stand in the gap. Whether it's a young lady trying to make a decision to choosing life for a child, or we had a client that lost a baby through a drowning, um, uh, you know, or there's this big debacle, there's a, a, a court thing or something that we've got to deal with, you know, um, and people can immediately pray. We have people that pray all over the United States mm, for that. Um, and it makes a difference, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I would say, hey, anybody can do those types of things. Mm -hmm. We can all go in front of the Father. And when we go together, there's power in that. Mm -hmm. So I'd say those kind of things are there. There's people that support us financially that aren't able to be there. You know, there's all those things that happen yes. too behind the scenes, right? right? We have social media people that do stuff at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. I don't know when they do all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but there's just a lot of flexibility. So it really has to do with, hey, where's your heartbeat? And then what kind of availability and time do you have would kind of direct you one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, so, but with, you know, any of those things makes a difference mm -hmm. and, and it makes a difference for eternity. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Yeah. So. And I would like to add, I mean, just, just listening to our podcast and learning about us, um, maybe follow us on social media, um, go to Anchor Point and um, on Facebook and look us up and follow us in all of our different divisions because just being willing to learn about who we can help and how. Um, and then when a situation is in front of you and you can share with that person, this is someone that you can reach out to. Just that act alone, being willing to know what we do and point people to us, that is even really just, that's so important. You know, um, like you said earlier, I think just being aware of what all we can do and that even if we can't do it, we're going to find a way to help and point you to the right people. So um, I would say if you could go to Facebook and follow Anchor Point and just stay up to beat, just mm -hmm. up to date on what we're doing. I think that alone and sharing it is just so important. Just getting the word out that we're here, we're here to help. So. Well, I'm so grateful really for for your obedience both of you but just hearing your stories about just saying yes to this um what an impact that has made for god's children and his kingdom so thank you for everything you're doing and you know my prayer is just that clear creek can come alongside you 
and say yes too. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org, where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Again, I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you.